Hello, Patreons! Welcome back to The Facts of Geek Life. I am the titular Charlie Carden. Uh, glad to have everybody here. Uh, we are tackling a new episode of The Simpsons, and I'm rejoined by my stalwart awesome partner, Candy McFarland, a.k.a. Sweets, out there in Jackson, Michigan. How are you, my friend? Much better than last time. Right. Cast is off. Not quite as busted up. Oh, Not quite as busted up. But you were busting a gut watching these episodes, I have no doubt, because <laughs> man, man, season five was a jam. So in uh, season yeah, five of The Simpsons, I was I was in high school. It's my senior year, looking by the date of, uh, of the first one uh, they were doing, which is Treehouse of Horror. It says 1993. I graduated in 1994. So this was kind of prime time. You know, we, we started with season four because really it was season three, in my opinion, like maybe about halfway through when they really started to hit a stride. Season four was gold. And then probably five, six, and seven, and even maybe going higher are, are still pretty gold. So we're going to continue to do these segments over time. Um, but uh, yeah, absolutely great stuff. But let's jump right in. Um, okay. We have several to talk about. The first one is uh, episode five of the season at Treehouse of Horror 4. Uh, written by, uh, directed by David Silverman and Ramparound's written by Conan O'Brien. Ramparound, I assume, would mean the interstitials to begin. And yeah, this is when Conan O'Brien, that Conan O'Brien, was was a writer for the show. Um, but the the bulk of the writing done by Greg Daniels and Dan McGrath and Bill Oakley and Josh uh, Weinstein. Again, this was Halloween episode. Came out on October twenty eighth of nineteen. 93. So this was a parody of a night of the night gallery, which I had to look up and it was some mm -hmm. twilighty zone kind of like, and here's a vignette of horror or whatever it is. Bart tells three scary stories based on paintings. And I'll just, I'll read the whole thing and then we can just kind of break it through as we go through. Uh, segment one, the devil and Homer Simpson. Homer sells his soul to the devil, Ned Flanders, for a donut. Awesome. Uh, terror at five and a half feet while riding the school bus. Bart discovers that there is a gremlin on the side of the bus. And Bart Simpson's Dracula, topical for his 1993 is when Bram Stoker's Dracula came out, uh, or that that version of it, um, the Gary Oldman version. Uh, the Simpsons are invited to a dinner at Mr. Burns's house where Bart and Lisa discover that Burns is a vampire. Um, God, where do we get, you know what, where do we get started? I did that talk and you do the next talk and get us rolling. Well, okay. So Flanders is the devil. Like, <laughs> like, obviously. Always, it's always like, the last you suspect. So he says. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, the fact that it was just like a donut and there was like no, there was no worry or concern. It was just like, wh where do I got to sign? Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who, who said what now? Yeah, exactly. I, uh, donut? Sweet. Early favorite line of mine is that, uh, as always, uh, all the employees at Springfield Nuclear Power Plant are always being being watched on this huge bank of monitors that Mr. Burns sits in front of. And yep. <laughs> so Burns says to Flanders, or no, Burns says to uh, uh, Smithers, he says, uh, who's that goat-legged fellow? I like the cut of his jib. The cut of his jib. And <laughs> or, uh, Smithers says, that's the Prince of Darkness, sir. He's your three o'clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like perfect. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, looking into the fridge, you know, he can't eat that last piece because then he'll, you know, go to hell. So he right. just, he's like, ha. So he finds a little loophole 
and uh, keeps it in the fridge with a bunch of signs that says "Daddy's Soul Donut." Like, <laughs> it's like do not eat. <laughs> if he if he had any brains, which he doesn't, because it's Homer Simpson, he would have just thrown that last bit in the trash, and he would have right. been safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yes, that 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 would have would have would killed the setup. So yes, he eats the donut, and uh, then Flanders reappears. And I said, "Damn it!" Now this makes me want a donut. I still didn't go get one though, because I wrote this weeks ago. Um, but. <laughs> Homer said, or then the whole family comes down and they're like, well, you know, we want a trial to, you know, determine, uh, you know, the evidence, blah, blah, blah. And they went in in Flanders, the devil Flanders. Oh, this is so much easier in Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, who's the lawyer? Oh, Lionel Hutz. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lionel Hutz. Yes. And he does throw out there. Now this is in in between Homer going to hell for a day. uh, But he says, he says, I watched Matlock in a bar last night. The sound was, I think, I think I got the gist of it. (laughs) This is like his criteria. Oh my God. And I do like Blackbeard. Um, Like that's, what's one of my favorite lines of that, of that entire episode is this chair be high says I. (laughs) (laughs) I love Homer because he, uh, the devil Flanders makes Homer spend the day in hell between, uh, before the trial and, um, Homer and the donut eating machine, uh, that the, he just, he has to keep eating donuts and he just keeps going. I, I, re- I really referenced that recently in an episode of secret friends. I was talking about, you know, people in like fast and furious movies, which is something we talked about on today's show. So, um, Yes, in the end of it, you know, to cut to cut to the quick, uh, it's determined through a a note that Marge owns Homer's soul and he's free. But uh, Devil Flanders does turn Homer's head uh, into a donut, and he says, "Oh, I'm so sweet and tasty." When Marge tells him that, stop picking at it, and the the cops are waiting for him outside. He's got to come out sometime, boys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so onto the bus. This is a great parody of a Twilight Zone episode that starred a very young William Shatner before Star Trek. Mm -hmm. But what, yeah, (laughs) kicked it off with Milhouse going through uh, his latest pack of crusty trading cards. Uh, Krusty visits relatives in Annapolis, Maryland. (laughs) Krusty poses for a trading card. For a trading card. Oh, my gosh. And then when uh, Milhouse is talking about all the, you know, leaving himself open for like all the possible attacks. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like, even the dreaded rear admiral. <laughs> oh, uh, Martin in his Wang computers t-shirt. Yes, exactly. Yes, That's how he, yes. So, yes. yes. Oh, and so Bart first sees the creature. He runs up to Otto and he says, he says, Otto, there's a gremlin on the side of the bus. <laughs> and it's once again, just like last season, yep. or Hans Molman driving, driving a gremlin, you know, like the car from, from Wayne's World for anyone who's, yes. you know, a 90s kid like us. Uh, and, and bumps and he, you know, crashes and explodes. Um, yes. And again, there's some things that make no sense. Why, why is Skinner on the bus? Why is Willie on the bus to go to school? But yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, Willie, don't forget, he had to put his mule down because it yes. wouldn't walk in the mud. Well, I put 37. I had to put 17 30. bullets in him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we get, I don't know, this is our first date. We get Uter, the foreign exchange student, and all his weird German candy. <laughs> I think it is. I was thinking that when I was watching it, that that's our first Uter. Um, yeah. You have an invader. That's okay. I oh, do. She, yeah. She, she yeah. looks very pleasant. I keep mine out of here because they would be all over me. And not that they would jump up, but they would just sit at my feet and meow. And then I would get claws in my leg as they're trying to like, hello, can't you see me? But I digress. Um, 
Yes, yeah, and the, the gremlin seems to take an infinitely long time. He's pulling bits out of the bus. The whole thing oh, is yeah. pulling apart. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, in the end of it, uh, uh, Bart gets taken away to the funny farm. Um, but the gremlin, uh, oh, oh, excuse me, the gremlin gets knocked off the bus. Flanders picks it up. Oh, it's trying to claw my eyes out, and it kills him. And uh, it yes. jumps up on the back, and it's holding his, it's holding his zombie head. So just the oh, little just, look, like he wraps it up in a blanket, like a baby, and he's holding oh it. Oh my and the gosh. Little, Like shifty look that the gremlin's doing. Like oh crap. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'd lie. I'd lie. I lied. I do have a cat in here, but this one's so passive. I bet she won't even come over here. So that's yeah. that's cool. He's he's already sleeping. Chronicles of the Cats. All right, moving along to uh, the va- yeah the vampires and the dinner the midnight dinner at Burns's country house yes. is the setup. So yeah, the news report is uh, reporting on vampires attacks, and this is Kent Kent Brockman said police are baffled. They suspect the mummy. The mummy. <laughs> so they destroy. So, so just to be sure, we destroyed the Springfield Museum of Natural History. <laughs> <laughs> And then when uh, Lisa is trying to tell them about vampires and they're like, oh, those are make believe, you know, like like Eskimos. (laughs) Right. Oh, and then, yeah, they're they're sitting down at the dinner table. Lisa. Oh, Dad, this is blood. Correction. Free Free blood. blood. (laughs) Oh, and then Bart and Lisa are poking around trying to find the vampire room and they come uh, come upon a big neon sign Two secret vampire room. No garlic. (laughs) Super Super happy fun slide, and they're getting away, and Bart's like, oh, when's the next oh, time I'm going to be here? Yeah, dumps him right into all the vampires. So, I, There's a great line uh, when they go down into the basement, though, and they see all the coffins. Yeah. And he's like, it's no different than the basement at Grandpa's home. You know, yeah, home. Grandpa's room. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh. So beer doesn't kill brain cells, Homer says. Let's go back to the building thingy where our beds and TV is. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa Simpson, we have to kill the boy. <laughs> he oh, he's he a vampire? A vampire. <laughs> I didn't know he was a vampire. <laughs> and then, then uh, the Salem's Lot floating like outside of the window. Like yeah. that's when I was a kid, Salem's Lot scared the absolute bejesus out of me. Like I yeah. I was terrified. So I have a quick, a quick non sequitur. It's kind please. of sequitur. <laughs> please. Kind of a kind of sequitur. Yes. Kind please. of sequitur. I was when I was a kid, I watched Salem's Lot for the first time on Halloween. I went to bed that night and um, I heard something outside my window. And, you know, again, there's a scene in Salem's Lot that the Simpsons parodies where, you know, they're all floating outside the window asking Lisa to let them in. Um, And that happened in the Salem's Lot. And I am so scared. I don't want to look out my window. I finally decide I'm just going to like, I know there's nothing out there. I'm on the second floor. Like, I know there's nothing out there. I go and just rip up the shades. And there is literally a bat clinging to the screen on my window. <laughs> and I like flipped out, flipped out. Literally a bat on Halloween clinging to my window. Oh, after my I watched God in heaven. Holy cow. All right. So, yeah. yes, they got to go off, take care of Mr. Burns. And Homer's line is, do I dear do, kill my boss? Do I dare live out the American dream? Oh, <laughs> Don't drive the stake into the vampire's crotch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, and then the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas ending. Oh, for, my gosh. Yes. Uh, and I do love Mar- Marge's line where she reveals she's a head vampire. And yeah. well, I, do have a, I do have a life outside this house, you know. And then, yes. ooh, ooh, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Th- now, we didn't do a treehouse for last time. But I think without a doubt, as we go through, uh, yeah. those are the most fun because they're not – 
quote unquote canon or they don't follow the regular right. continuity. So they can do all kinds of crazy stuff. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Right. Uh, episode 11 of the season is <laughs> Homer the Vigilante. I think this one has my favorite line of the season. We'll get to the end of that. So uh, directed by Jim Reardon, John uh, Schwartzwelder is the writer from January of 1994. A crime wave hits Springfield caused, uh, caused by the elusive cat burglar and Lisa's sex phone is stolen. So Homer agrees to get it back. The police are ineffective. So Flanders creates a neighborhood watch group, which Homer takes charge of. However, Homer's incompetence causes the vigilante group uh, to become a mob and commit crime, more crimes than it prevents. And they are unsuccessful in catching the cat burglar. <clears throat> With the help of grandpa, Homer discovers that the burglar is charming se senior citizen named Malloy. Malloy is arrested, but he tricks the citizens of Springfield into thinking he has hidden millions of dollars and he escapes during the ensuring rush to find the money. Oh, my very, very first right off the bat, you see the cat burglar, you see a POV, he's walking up to the Simpsons house. Something we've all done. Gone to bed at night, closed the door and locked it with your car keys on the other side. I, yep. If, if you're being honest, there's no one on earth who, who has not done that. But yes, right. Rob, the saxophone. And, you know, they get up the next morning, everybody's saying what they stole. Bart says, they stole my stamp collection. And everybody's, yes. a, everybody's laughing at him. Oh, my goodness. Poor um, Bart. Yeah, I loved how the cat burglar also had an enormous calling card. It looked like a, it looked like a menu from a restaurant. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, first of all, the cat burglar was Sam Neill. Which yeah. this was just, you know, just after he did Jurassic Park. Um, yeah. So, like, that was really awesome at the time, like, for it to be Sam Neill. Um, and in that very beginning scene, one of my favorite things is he's sneaking into the house and Santa's little helper's there. And he, you know, lures him away with some sausages. And then <laughs> Homer's sleepwalking. <laughs> he hands him sausages and he's just... <laughs> going to town sleeping yeah, right. <laughs> sleep eating oh my goodness so yes and there's a crime wave across uh a cr you know you, you see kent brackman on the news and he's uh in interviewing a, a pundit for uh a, a academic and saying professor would you say it's time for everyone to panic uh yes i would can <laughs> yes, would. <laughs> would you say it's time for us to crack open each other's skulls and eat the the gooey goodness inside Yes, I would get. <laughs> and then oh. we have the uh, all the updated security. Everyone's trying to get their security oh. updated because of this cat burglar and the right. the uh, automated house that will get up and run away, <laughs> trips and catches on fire. Right, and it's 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 a Professor Frank is demonstrating yes, this. Professor Frank, and then he's like a it falls down and he says, uh, "Well, the real people won't burn as quickly." The, the little, <laughs> and then with the late with the. Up the lasers poor jasper who is a uh, grandpa's best friend gets mm -hmm. shot and he says oh it's in my cataracts i can see no 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 i can't <laughs> easy come easy go easy come easy go oh we have one of our, my favorite apu lines because he's standing on top of the quickie mark with a shotgun thank you for <laughs> coming i'll see you in hell <laughs> <laughs> so because lisa's saxophone is gone she starts a new instrument that homer gives to her which is the, which is the jug <laughs> Never stop in the middle of a hoedown. Never stop in the middle of a hoedown. Oh, Just my gosh. Blowing on that drug. Oh, my gosh. Who should lead our group? <laughs> someone else? <laughs> Me or someone, someone else? else? Someone else! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm filled uh, with piss and vinegar. <laughs> 
Home, it used to be just filled with vinegar. Right. Homer to um, Grandpa. Oh, Dad, you're very old now, and old people are useless. The best <laughs> thing you can do is set a good example. And this is when they're outside the museum after the cat burglar has said he's going to steal the the world's biggest uh, zir- you know, zirconium. Cubic zirconia. Oh, my God. So... Oh my god! Yeah, giving the vigilantes guns uh, as a bit has not aged well. That was one note that I made, especially yeah. in this yeah. culture. It's not, yeah, but yeah, thirty years ago, it was it was cheeky because it was The Simpsons. Oh, right. Homer reminiscing about uh, um, placing himself in um, Doctor Strange Love. Oh, by yeah. going to the military <laughs> so going on the, uh, do, do not ride the bomb. Do not. Oh, ride the bomb. oh my god! The, and, uh, and, can you can you swing a sack of doorknobs? <laughs> We're talking to Jimbo about can you swing a sack of doorknobs? Can I? Oh my god! And here's I love a sack. It. You supply your own knobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, they're going around trying to rest people up and um with a megaphone, and uh Bart gives that to Homer, the Rat Master two thousand. They're following him and saying it's Hammer. <laughs> So yeah, when they accost Jimbo, like you were just referencing, they said, "What do you? Why, why are you doing that graffiti?" And Homer says, "It makes me feel like a big man." Let me check the list. Yep, it's on there. Yeah. <laughs> that car was upside down when I got here. The various mo- oh, not yes, because yeah, now we have uh, now we have home. Oh yeah, Homer. Um, here we go. We get Homer on um, Kent Brockman being interviewed, but not before we get who put who polices the police. I don't know the Coast Guard. <laughs> but we get my favorite homer quote here is that uh, uh kent brockman's going through all these stats you know sack beatings are up 800 percent and all this different stuff and then homer says i loved i use this one all the time people can come up with statistics to prove anything and I, I, he wrote he wrote fourth percent of people can tell you that f-o-r-f <laughs> Dash T-E-E. That's what I have in my notes. <laughs> so he, he makes up a number, but it's okay because right. giving stats, anybody who says, oh, I'm 90% sure it's all it's all bullshit. You know, most stats right. are completely fabricated. Oh, and then Homer says that we get to the humorous and chromium bit, and he says, Dad, the best fa- way for you to help is to set a good example. And then they look over, and uh, the old people are stealing stuff out of the museum. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, we were on a break. <laughs> we're on our break. So then they catch the cat burglar Mm -hmm. and um, everyone starts to get their stuff back. And one of my favorite parts is that Selma gets back her lock of MacGyver's hair. And and she's like, I'll add it to the ball. And she's got like a whole ball of like MacGyver hair. That she she carries on her person. Yeah, that she carries on her person. Yes. And Homer, yeah, and Homer uh, lets the the zirconium get stolen. Uh, and when he's across, he says, "Oh my God!" Un- yeah, oh, he gets distracted. Oh my God! Underage kids drinking beer without a permit. I wasn't asleep. <laughs> I was drunk. <clears throat> oh. Uh, and then it's the whole the it's so when I was a kid, I used to watch. Uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Like yeah, yeah. all the time. Oh, so like the big race and all the vehicles. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was. It I loved that reference, and they used the same music, and like yeah. I loved the right. reference in that episode. Jimbo closes out after after the you know they find that the mob is ineffective. He says, "No, I don't believe in nothing. I'm going to law school." No! <laughs> oh my gosh! Let me and the yeah, the cat the, <laughs> the cat grandpa's. I've had shut up. I've had my moment. I do that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my moment. Uh, let me assure you, in Sam Neill's Malloy. Let me assure you, your town 
has stolen my heart. Oh, he's so charming. Let's let him go. And then, yeah, he <laughs> fakes them all out. And then they're de- obviously, you know, as we said in the, as we learned in the, 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 uh, the summary, uh, that's how he escapes. But the last shot is the credits start to roll. Is everybody still digging a hole? And they said, we're not going to find it here. How are we going to get out of here? And they keep digging faster. And someone says, no, 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 dig up, stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll dig our way out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. all right. Any final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Just, awesome episode. That's, lots of, lots yeah. of great quotables. Yes. Lots of great quotables. Okay. Well, speaking of moving on, this this might be my season's favorite, but we'll see. I made my notes at the bottom. Uh, episode 15 is Deep Space Homer, directed by Carlos Bezerra, uh, David Merkin did the writing from February, February 24th, 1994. That is one day after my 18th birthday. Isn't really? that weird? I know. Isn't that, that bizarre? Is. That is so weird. Uh, NASA decides they need to hire more average Joes in order to get higher television ratings. They recruit uh, Homer and Barney to train to be the first average Americans in space. Oh, God, so good. Uh, Homer, who wants to be respected, is the winner by default, the two most beautiful words in the English language, and goes into space with Buzz Aldrin. While there, he causes a lot of havoc and eventually breaks the handle on the space shuttle's hatch. Homer inadvertently seals the door with the inanimate carbon rod. Carbon rod. Yeah, and, and the shuttle returns to Earth. The rod is hailed as a hero, but Homer gains the respect of Aldrin and his family. Oh, where do you even begin with an episode so great? You you go first. I've been, I need to, I need to rest my blabber. <laughs> so, um, just even in the very, very beginning when everyone's walking through the x-ray machine and he's like, and they're describing <laughs> what they see and it's like, you know, easy two kids, you know, <laughs> dressed up as, a, as an adult. And then they see Homer all hunched over walking like a gorilla. Oh, <laughs> hey, Homer. Hey, guy. And he's scratching himself. <laughs> yeah. Walks through. Yes, that is during the all employees trudge to the yard for mandatory employee week of the work award. And also gives us, an, and I apologize if I don't quote this exactly, union rule 26. Every employee <laughs> shall win employee of the week uh, regardless of gross incompetence or rank odor. <laughs> but and it starts it it, it starts a gag that runs throughout the episode the real winner that week is the inanimate carbon rod to which homer says when he's describing the incident to the family at home that it's all a popularity contest um but yes but but uh bart is like you got to meet the rod (laughs) you got to meet the rod oh they're going to show some close-ups of the rod that comes at the end um but yes homer's line tv respects me it laughs with me, not at me, and he turns it on, and it's somebody laughing, calling him an idiot. But right. then he's watching the NASA launch. This gives me another one of my favorite lines. This this NASA launch that they're talking about is uh, designed to stutter the effect of weightlessness on tiny screws, and the crew is a mathematician, <laughs> a different kind of mathematician, and a statistician. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, n- things aren't going so good for NASA. That launch is beaten in the ratings by a Connie Chung Christmas, which I always love. <laughs> They're like, "What can we do to get better ratings?" And the guy goes, "Well, maybe we should finally tell them that all the chimps that we sent into space came back super smart." And a chair whips around, and the g- there's a ch- chimp in a suit with a cigar. It says, "No, I don't think we'll be telling them that." And then he rolls yes. it off. Oh my god. The TV TV spoofs of um. Uh, home Improvement and uh, Married with Children, Married which maybe you were yeah. right on. Yeah, let's yeah, let's have six. No pig. And then, then he flushes the, the toilet. toilet. Yes, exactly. And that's I almost uh, threw on my Peggy uh, costume while I was oh. in 
my Selma makeup because yeah. I'm like, hey, actually, that'd be canon because yes. she was in a Simpsons episode. So. Exactly correct. But in real world, because he was he was watching Fox. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So the whole the, the, the FBI, FBI come and get him and he went to which he spurts check with the FBI. I have a file. I have <laughs> a file. Oh, so there's there's a line when they're trying to decide, like, you know, who they're going to pick for this. And, you know, they want like more like a average Joe. And one of the uh, scientists say, I suggest a lengthy, inefficient search at the taxpayers. Expense, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, and then they finally, obviously, they choose uh, Homer and Barney. And they said no alcohol and Barney, no, yeah, no alcohol during the training. And Barney, three whole works, weeks with only wine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that, yeah, he brings the family down. They're all at Cape Canaveral. And and Bart's like, well, I feel so full of, what's the opposite of shame? Homer says, less shame? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And for no reason, at the end of the training montage, they have the uh, mock time fight from Star Trek. Dun, 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 dun. And yes, uh, I also uh, cited the one NASA guy had the thing where you bonk somebody over the head, and it was I, I cited from an old that old cartoon, The Far Side. They called it a whack bonk because you whack somebody oh, yeah. all over. Yeah, yeah. loved it. <laughs> so they get to the end of their training, and they have a celebratory drink. <laughs> and as soon as Barney goes to have a drink, he says, "It begins," and then. He- it's a jetpack. He, he starts flies into a wall. Jetpacks flies off, but then they're but then the the kicker is that was non alcoholic champagne. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the mind. Oh, yes. so Homer's. I love the itchy and scratchy cartoon that the kids are watching. That the yes. warning is at the end of the cartoon. So that was, yes. that was helpful. Being sawn in half by Saturn, the rings of yes. Saturn. Yeah, exactly. Then so Homer is. You know, the family goes home, and so Homer's about ready to get on the launch. He's having his reservations, and then he's talking to Marge on the phone, and he's saying, "Homer, if you don't do it, you'll always regret it." And then this is one that always seems to come up that Todd quotes when he says the time he could have gone and met Mr. T at the mall. And (laughs) and when I finally got there, he had just left. And I asked the mall guy if he was going to come back. And he said he didn't know. No, no. So the 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 rocket's going to launch. It's got your standard IRS uh, IRS surveillance satellite. Check. Shows his letters to God. Check. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's how, and yeah, they're in the room, and all all this equipment is just designed to measure TV ratings. <laughs> TV ratings, yeah. How does the launch? Oh all my gosh! Used to measure TV ratings, and then you get into the real classics. They're in space, and Homer decides it's snack time, and he opens a bag of potato chips and then zero G. They fly everywhere, and Buzz Aldrin said, "Be careful, they're ruffled." <laughs> and then yeah he's flying her home he's smashed and then all the ants uh get loose and it was uh, protect the queen which one's the queen <laughs> i'm the queen, I'm the queen. And then, freedom, horrible, horrible freedom. Oh, I know. Yeah, the other astronaut says, "You fool! Now we'll never know if ants can sort tiny screws in zero gravity." <laughs> oh, yes. and and then their in-flight entertainment is uh, they bring in uh, James Taylor, a musician, mm-hmm. has a cameo, to yes. which Homer says, mm, "Former President James Taylor." <laughs> Yes. Oh, God. Look, Aldrin, I'm not as laid back as people think. Now I'm going to play and you're going to float there and like it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, who really likes James Taylor, though? Really? I mean, I suppose. But anyway, okay. Uh, another all time classic <clears throat> when yes. uh, when when the, they have the, 
what's you're seeing in the shuttle in the in, in the shuttle cockpit and a big ant floats right up to the screen yeah. and then it goes out. <laughs> so Kent Brackman is reporting and he says there is no denying the ants will soon be here. And I, for one, welcome our new insect overlords. <laughs> I can be helpful rounding up others to toil in their underground sugar caves. Oh, that one comes out, a, a podcast that I listen to, an Australian podcast I listen to. They're big Simpsons fans. That That's a line that gets tossed out a lot. Oh, James Taylor keeps forgetting his own lyrics, signing them backwards. And then, as we said, the carbon rod saves the day, makes the cover of Time magazine in Rod We Trust. And Rod, we trust. The end with a great homage from 2001 in the Fox, Fox satellite that bounces off um, Homer's head. and Little baby Homer, yep. What, what a gem. Oh, I don't think anything could top that until we get to... This is actually the first episode of the season, so we did these yeah. a little out of order because, you know, why the hell not? Why not? Homer's, Homer's Barbershop Quartet, directed by uh, Mar uh, Mark Kirkland, written by Jeff Davis from September of 1993. All in flashback, Homer recounts his time with the Barbershop Quartet called the B-Sharps, which is a straight send-up of the history of the Beatles, which, again, the Beatles are my, my favorite musical act. Uh, the, the group featured Principal Skinner, Apu, and Chief Wiggum, later replaced by Barney. Um, the group became music stars with their hit song, Baby on Board, and won a Grammy. Eventually, Homer starts missing his family, and the group began to lose popularity, so it broke up. So, uh, kicking off with the Springfield Swap Meet. Which is that, that's cool. It's like going to a toy show. I work toy shows. I go to toy shows. But yeah, you find all kinds of ridiculous stuff. Uh, Moe's handicraft booth with clamshells that look like Lucille Ball. <laughs> Lucille Ball. What? The and uh, and uh, Lisa finds the vintage Malibu Stacy doll, and they're like, they had to take her off the market when some kid poked her, poked his eyes out. <laughs> Ooh, the the Bible trading cards, religion, learning. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Oh. Five cents each, Action Comics number one. Uh, he's picking <laughs> stuff up, picks up a violin. Strata Huvius? Yes. <laughs> oh, Melvin and the Squirrels, part of the rodent invasion in the early 1960s. Yeah, so Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, but then, yeah, Lisa finds a, a B-sharp record cover, and uh, st Lisa starts talking to him up about it, and uh, – Homer says, you know, guys, don't you guys remember that? And yeah, uh, Bart's classic line, dad, thanks to television. I can't remember what happened eight minutes ago. Yeah. And everybody laughs. He's like, no, it's a serious problem. And everybody <laughs> and keeps laughing. Laugh. Yeah, I know. That's great. Yeah. Just, just like everybody laughed at his stamp collection in the last episode. It just no, no wonder he's such a troublemaker. He's just completely he misunderstood. Yeah. His stamp collection His, you know, he's trying to reach out and. Right. Nobody Terrible. Listens. That's where he mm -hmm. went wrong. So the summer of 19, <laughs> 1985, Barbershop Bart says, uh, uh, Bart, Barbershop ain't been popular since odd six. Bart, what did I tell you? No talking like an 18, a grizzled 1890s prospector. Concern it. Concern it. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, they, they're going through and they're kind of retelling uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, the whole story of the B-Sharps. Um, they get a, they get a manager who wants to get rid of Chief Wiggum, so they're they're in search for someone else, and they have uh, oh I love it how the the agent his business card says stars maids uh, fortune stars and fortunes made and hats blocked. Yeah, <laughs> I have something practical to fall back on. Exactly. It's going through, and yeah, Apu is uh, your name is now Apu de Beaumarchais, and Apu goes, <laughs> that is a that is an insult to my to my religion and my God, but okay. <laughs> 
Oh, the audition. Willie's audition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can always go dune tune. Dune tune. And then, yeah, Chief Wiggum uh, auditions wearing a fake mustache. Mm. Um, and I did note that while the piano was playing, nobody was playing it. So player piano, demon okay. piano. I don't know. Uh, not really that important. But, yes, we need a name that's funny at first but is less so every time you hear it. B-Sharps. B-Sharps. Yes. Uh, go ahead. No, 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 please. Uh, when the agent um, recommends that they should Homer shouldn't be – they shouldn't advertise that he's married. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> he's like, I'm sure if I explain it to Marge that way, she'll understand. And then it's just her sobbing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bouffant Betty. <laughs> Bouffant Betty. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, I love Homer songwriting. I, I do this one all the time, personally. Baby on board, something, something. Burt yeah. Ward. <laughs> Burt Ward. <laughs> oh, and, the, and then, so they finally get a song on the radio and – you go to the old folks home, you see Homer and Jasper, Homer is there, and or excuse me, Grandpa's there listening to it, and he's like, my son's on the radio, and Jasper walks up, Paul Harvey's on, and that cracks me up, because I listened to that <laughs> with my grandfather when I was, I would spend summers in South Haven yep. with my grandfather, that, that just really cracked me up. That yep, every boy, morning we had to listen to Paul Harvey. That little boy that no one liked grew up to be <laughs> Roy Cohen. And now you know the rest of the, the story. Rest of the story. Oh my god! And it was a, uh, the statue, the Statue of Liberty. Now the dogs down here. Did I forget to close it? What are you doing down here? <laughs> I think I think April left. Just opened the door to just mess with me because I try to keep them out of here because I don't have a permanent door for the studio yet. What do you want? You can't come up here. Oh, he's gonna. Oh well, he he'll be yes. fine. He he'll be yes. fine. Oh my goodness, this is you know. And all right, well you come up then. Come on. Sorry, folks. All right. You know, this is, this is, this is, it is pet cast. You're going to walk around in circles. All right. Go on back upstairs then, little weirdo. Um, <laughs> yes, the Statue of Liberty. This enormous woman will devour us all. Yes. <laughs> and I love this line too. We had fame and fortune. Now all we needed was the approval of record company Low Lives. <laughs> and so they go to the Grammys. And at the after party, you get a cameo from Beatle George Harrison. Yep. Hello, Homer. I'm George Harrison. Oh my God. Where did you get that brownie? There's been, there's been a plate of them over there. Oh, but. Things take a, a downturn. They're in the studio. The the ideas aren't coming. This is worse than your song about Mr. T. Oh, and then yes, you get Bar you get Bar you know Barney is John Lennon, and he brings in his own Yoko, and they record mm -hmm. they record their avant garde classic number eight, number eight, and it's just Barney burping. So Revolution number nine from the White Album, of course. Yes. And yes. things come to an end when Us Magazine's Hot and Not list comes out. Are we hot? We are not. I quoted this just today, yeah. recording SFU about <laughs> something. Oh, and li life goes back to normal. But of course, because Homer has had this, you know, remembering experience, he now is wants to have a reunion, and they do so on the roof of Moe's, a la the Beatles rooftop concert in, in Let yes. It Be, which was you know just came out on HBO last year. Finally, um, George Harrison drives by. It's been done, and the human fly. Hello, human fly here. <laughs> Come on. I was up all night dying, dying my underwear. And then the the uh, uh, Lou and uh, Chief Wiggum and are, they're all standing around. Hey, it's pretty nice, isn't it, Chief? Sure is, Lou. Bringing the tear gas. <laughs> <laughs> Still got oh. a little beef, I think, there, Wiggum. 
Oh my gosh, that's some good fluting, boy. Oh my goodness. Well, we're just flying through. Is this our last one? This is our last one? It's our goodness. last one, yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's number 17 is Bart Gets an Elephant. Oh my God. Uh, directed by Jim Reardon. Uh, John uh, Schwartzfelder is, again, the writer for March of 1994. Uh, the family's stuck cleaning the house, but Bart wins a radio contest and chooses the gag prize, an elephant, instead of the real prize, $10,000 cash. The radio station eventually gets Bart his elephant, which is named Stampy. Uh, when taking care of Stamp, when taking care of Stampy gets too expensive, uh, Homer decides to sell him to an ivory dealer rather than to turn him over to a not-for-profit animal refuge. Great choice. Uh, Bart tries to run away with Stampy, but the elephant escapes. They track him down, and Homer finally agrees to give him to the animal refuge. <laughs> just kicking it right off when they say the house is dirty it's just it's it's horrifying that you know marge is walking through she walks down the stairs she's like she's kind of doing the uh, bowling ball (laughs) underpants more underpants oh my gosh steps on a sandwich homer gives us the classic uh son when you participate in sports it's not about whether you win or lose it's how drunk you get Yep. Everybody knows that that's where that's at. Oh, I got a cat invader. You stop it. Uh, anyway. Um, There's a. Yeah, please. The, the real quick shot is they're painting over like the disgusting house. You know, how everything's tore up. There's footprints on the ceiling. <laughs> like, <laughs> like dirty, muddy footprints, like on the ceiling. It's like, oh how? Gosh. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so good. It's uh, well, we, we find out later in the Simpsons movie it was Spider Pig. <laughs> yeah, Spider Pig. <laughs> and that's oh something gosh. that I sing all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Spider Pig. Spider, spider Pig. Spider Pig all the time. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, Homer solution, because uh, he, he picks the basement as a leaf blower, which is an awesome choice. Brr. Oh, and yes. Marge is telling him, you know, how many of these old newspapers and uh, uh, these and TV guides do you need? He says, it's not 1985 now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. <laughs> yeah. And these TV guides, so many memories. Um, Gomer Pyle. Sarge gets angry at gomer's antics uh, i remember that episode pile shazam pile shazam, <laughs> shazam. oh my gosh oh, when homer, homer uh, trips out um, oh god and all the, the mascots are trying to kill him and yeah all the mascots try to kill him yeah <laughs> oh kbbl is going to give me something stupid which i also love ten thousand dollars in an elephant of course bart's going to make the obnoxious choice um but he says that, yeah, he says, no, I want the elephant. And they say they can't do it. They try him. They, it's a gag gift, Katie. He says, no, I want an elephant. And the new <laughs> newspaper sketch wind of it. I love the the headline, KBBL cheats straight A student. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. I like how Homer's like trying to tell Bart that, no, they want the money. He was like, with $10,000, we'd be millionaires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We could buy things like love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, So anyway, yes, they, they finally get the elephant. I, yeah, I love when it gets dropped off. Marge says, Homer, it looks like it could gore. Yeah, it does look like Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then, yes, so he gets chained up to the tree in the backyard, and Lisa is admonishing Homer for just, you know, not being not being great to the elephant. Keeping him chained up is cruel. Pulling his tail is cruel. Yelling in his ears is cruel. So forgive me for being cruel. <laughs> it's, 
Uh, now I've had my head in an elephant, a hippo, and a oh, giant, giant sloth. sloth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they finally get around to making some money uh, by charging for elephant rides. I think this is the first time we see Cletus, the slack-jawed yokel. You know what? Uh, I was going to say that. That's in my notes is that that was the first time I think we see yeah. Cletus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> the ivory dealer says, I need a large African elephant and I need one today. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's what we got. He says, well, it is and it isn't, if you know what I mean. I use that one yeah. sometimes, too. <laughs> and he's he's going through his resume, whale hunter, seal clubber, president of the Fox Network. That's Mr. <laughs> Mr. Blackheart. And he says, nope. all right, it's a deal. Here's the keys. Elephants don't have keys. I'll just keep these then. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, the running gag throughout the whole episode where the pets are trying to um, constantly get their I attention. Love you. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're da- yeah they're dancing. Or when he first shows up, he, yeah, they, you see the pets run r- pets run down the street to just over the horizon, so their heads back yes. up. And then oh. he, he trumpets again, and they go back down again. I don't know why that's so cute to me. They're just like. Oh. Way off in the distance, and it's so cute. I know. Oh, it's because cat cats and dogs putting their putting their oh uh, baby baby girl. I know the pet cast. Mine have wandered off. I don't know what they were doing down here, but <laughs> maybe April's like, oh, well, okay, I'll just let them downstairs. Um. So yeah, Patty and Selma in the tornado. That was good too. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't write down what they said, but it was something akin to you know updraft with skirts or something. <laughs> So well, yeah, it's just following the path of destruction. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Stampy goes on a rampage and he heads towards the peanut factory. And then the form of the peanut factory was, well, we trained for this two hours a day. Some of you <laughs> said I was crazy. Some of you asked to be transferred to a different peanut factory, but I, and then Stampy crashes in anyway. So <laughs> yes, he finally decides to take him to an animal refuge. And then Stampy is just, he's attacking other elephants and he's just in general, and uh, being a jerk and they're like well i thought bringing him here would solve the issue and he says well you know animals are a lot like people some are nice and some are kind and or, or some are you know some they treated badly and some of them are just jerks so i think that's the <laughs> the ultimate conclusion uh that stampy was just a jerk so oh what a whirlwind adventure and the thing is we could do five episodes per season but you know the overall thought is hopefully you enjoyed listening to us talk about it and it fills you with nostalgia. So you go back and watch them. All uh, episodes of Simpsons are available on Disney plus. Well, let's go through and do a, we'll do some favorites uh, and all that kind of good stuff. I even, I even had a quote uh, from an episode we didn't talk about, but favorite overall episode of the season. Bart gets an elephant. Oh yeah. Big time. Um, You really see how much Bart cares. Like, you know what I mean? Like he like, yeah, you see, like, into his heart in that episode. I really like it. I dug it. For me, it was Deep Space Homer. Uh, it was a multitude of classic lines, even though I ended up picking a, a different one. Uh, ultimately, um, I loved it. And plus, it has a it, – it, the, 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 the name of the episode is a pun on on Star Trek. So how right. is that not going right. to win me over? So, right. Uh, all right. Least favorite episode of the season. Boy Scouts in the Hood. Oh, yeah. Even with Ernest Borgnine and the yeah. offshore Krusty, uh, Krusty Burger. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of good zingers in there, but yeah. for the most part, it just kind of drags. Yeah. For me. for me, the dud was Bart's inner child with the, uh, it was the motivational speaker, Brad Goodman. I just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that one just didn't didn't, didn't really. Yeah. I mean, so many gems. But that one that one was just kind of a miss for me. So okay, 
Tab quote of the season. Was in Bart gets an elephant and uh, Marge is trying to stop them from leaving the house because they all are going to take off and leave the mess. And he's Bart says, like, I can't. It's hard for us to leave with you standing in, in the way, mom. And Homer says, push her down, son. Push her down, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. And, and then for me, and I, I picked an episode that we didn't even talk about. It was from the Springfield with a dollar sign or in parentheses how I learned to love legalized gambling. Uh, this is the episode where Marge uh, becomes addicted to gambling because Mr. Burns mm-hmm. opened a casino. And so Homer is left to care for the children, including making uh, – Making it the last, I think making it the last minute, Lisa's um, costume for the state capital or the states of the state capital pageant, right. and she <laughs> makes Florida uh, makes her as Florida, which she misspells as Florida, which is the only thing that I call the state when I have a chance. <laughs> and her quote is: First of all, Ralph says, "I'm Idaho," which is a classic, <laughs> but she says, "I'm not a state; I'm a monster." <laughs> Oh, Ralph! Some of the, some of the best quotes go to Ralph. You know, Ralph, uh, me failing oh, list. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's impossible. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Oh, this has been a blast. Um, so yes, we will we will continue this segment. We will get on uh, to season six uh, in the upcoming. Uh, runs of the episode. Again, thank you to all of our patrons for joining us. Candy, thank you uh, for coming on board. Uh, we I know we record these at all hours of the night. It's funny. Uh, you usually record when your husband goes to work. I mm-hmm. record with my partner, Mark, our Star Wars show when he can get his kid to bed. He's a three-year-old son. So everybody's got schedules. So I'm very grateful that you made time for me. Where uh, do people find you out there on the internet and such? You can find me on all the things. Uh, at sweets for a sweet. So that's sweets, the number four, a sweet. You can sometimes throw cosplay in there, but most of the time it's just sweets for a sweet. I love it. Good deal. Uh, and as always, you can find me over on Twitter at the C3. Just go ahead and spell it out. My lovely wife, April, and I do run the USS Grand Petoskey. That is a chapter of the International Star Trek fan club, one of the biggest in the world. You can find us uh, on a website of that name. If you're a Trekker who's listening to my voice and want to meet other Trekkers, I can help make it happen. So with that, to all of our wonderful Patreons, thank you as always. We love you. And we'll see you next time. The Simpsons. Bye-bye.